Partner, partner. Partner. What's up? What's up? What's going on? Man, my bad. I'm a little late. I was out here playing video games. You've been doing that all day, haven't you? Uh, something like that. So that's time well spent. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, I've been playing a lot of like retro games. I guess you could say. I noticed I was clear playing Madden 07. Uh, I'm in a quarterback career, which is nice. So, uh, so much better than today's Madden. So oh, much hell yeah. more, so much more depth within the mode, man. So I was just in a shootout with the fucking Giants. And <laughs> I couldn't throw the ball because Michael Strahan was over here harassing me, destroying Strahan. Oh, yeah. good luck! <laughs> yeah, man. Like the game is so old. My number one receiver is Santana Moss. Woo! He was dope, though. Yeah, he was. I liked Moss. Yes. And I play for the fucking Redskins. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, that's the old seven Redskins, though. That's an underrated team. So, like. I don't blame you. Yeah, good skill positions. Good skill positions, exactly. You're getting some mm-hmm. some good X's and O's for that type of games. Yeah, I, I love the older video games like that. You know me, I'm a big NFL Street kind of guy. So Ooh, those yeah. those offshoot games, NBA Street, NFL Street, like Ooh, that yeah. was the shit. You know, I, I really nope. there's a half of me that wants them to bring those games back, but the other half of me is like. I've I've played the last ten iterations of Madden, and they're all the same game. So yep. maybe don't touch my nostalgia games like that because they were perfect, and the shit you pump out now is is trash. So yeah, maybe just put the games out on the PlayStation Store, on the Xbox, or whatever. Done. Don't have to change anything. You can but, remaster yeah. them if you want to, but the same exact no. game is keep all the we graphics pixelated. Yes. Keep all that shit. <laughs> we are good. Don't touch right. anything because as soon as they touch some, they it, ruin it. It's all fucked. Yeah. And there's a college <laughs> football game coming out anytime oh. soon in the next couple of years. And even I'm kind of like, uh, is it going to be even good? Because the last college football game was one of the best. So I hope, I hope it's good. That's one I of the games so. I'm really looking forward to playing because Same. I love building up your fucking. What do they call it? Damn, I forgot what they used to call it on NCAA. Oh, uh, but um, I don't but know. The, what the, it, the smaller school teams and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's the best I part. Like building them up and recruiting. Yeah, I like all that shit. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed, but I don't have a lot of high mm-hmm. hopes because EA is in charge of that, and they're they're pretty much all cookie cutter bullshit now. So oh yeah, EA's trash. I, I don't know if I'm trying to spend another 60, 70 bucks on a game with microtransactions and half the game isn't even baked in yet and yeah I, i'm good i'm I'm all right I'm getting a little too old for that kind of shit <laughs> yeah facts <laughs> nobody has time to sit there and grind all day for fake money what the fuck no sir no we do not time time is money and my time is precious so mm. no i'm mm-hmm. good i'm good other than that though how was your week sir it's all right um everything's been kind of slow motion still huh yeah still still Pretty That's slow good. motion, man. But it's a season of slow motion. This is all it falls about. Kind of taking a step back and just kind of chilling. Yeah, I I hate it though because I hate the cold weather. I hate <laughs> man. I, it's I a like, little chilly. Oh, a lot of bit. I a mean, lot. I was ju- see me. I was just out there about a few hours ago for my kids' soccer practice, and yeah, the gloves were on, the hats on, like the extra layers. I love it, but I get you're you're a summer guy, so <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> A little Man. chilly, but I mean, hey, nothing with that. What about yourself? What about yourself? I mean, you know, it was really good. You know, like we said before, that was the birthday. You know, came it's coming gone. I am, 
Now older, hooray, that's fucking fun. But after <laughs> after our last episode where, you know, it was all about the Blackstone griddle and I'm still I haven't broken out yet because we've been mm. too fucking busy and I want to make sure like the whole fam is there and you know, make sure you got a front row seat and all that shit too. So a lot mm. of planning involved there. But other than that, you know, the actual birthday was really nice. You know, took a half day of work, got done about noon. Uh, okay. wife took me out to lunch. You know, we had nice lunch and way too many fucking drinks at fucking 1 p.m. before getting the kids <laughs> from school. So I don't recommend that because by the time it was time to get the kids, it was nap time. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but, but that was cool. You know, we uh, went to the grocery store, got a few steaks, threw that shit on the grill. And I mean, that's like I said, if I can finish my birthday with a steak and whiskey every single year, which I have done for what probably since I've been a dad, that's all I fucking need. I'm I'm success smelling like steak for the next two days. I'm good. So Man, that was that's hard nice. to beat. That is hard to beat. Right? I'll oh take my a steak God. every single night. Ooh, I had the baked potatoes on that shit too. Like, oh my mm. God. I fucking I went crazy on that shit. Um mm. yeah, and then weekend was nice. We kind of kept the celebration going. Uh both kids had soccer games that morning and they both got slaughtered. But that's all right. You know, it's you, you win some, you lose some. Uh, so that took a little fight another day. You, you do, you do. Yeah. I mean, this was one of those things where I was like looking at the coaches on the sideline, like, y'all gonna do something? You gonna <laughs> say something? No, we're just gonna just gonna watch them just, just sit there and, with your hands on your hips, yep, looking like Eric Spostra. Exactly. And just taking it all <laughs> in. This whole ass whooping you're getting. So, okay, I get their, their kids, and you can't bark at him but shit at least when i was coaching i was fucking loud <laughs> you could you knew when i was talking so these guys are yeah. just a little little you know a little quiet for my taste that that's i'm not gonna i told you i'm a dad this season i'm not a coach i'm not doing the sideline shit like i'm let them do their thing let them cook if they're gonna cook <laughs> Not he said, no, I'm good on. with it. He said, I'm good. <laughs> he said, you man. can be Phil Jackson this year. Right. I can't do I'll it, I'll be man. Del Curry. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm LeVar Ball at this point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that was nice. And then we uh, went to another event mm. for the Peyton Alexander Foundation. Very nice. Out in West Dallas. Mm-hmm. At another brewery event. So, Went and had a few beers. Had a actually a really nice time. They had a you know fire pit out, and I saw some people I haven't seen in a long time. So we were just you know chopping it up and getting a little too tipsy and all that shit. So um, took everybody out to dinner, and that one was kind of my fault because everybody's asking, "Hey Siege, what do you want to go for your birthday for dinner?" I said, "I don't fucking know." So I pick a restaurant that's close by to the brewery in West Dallas, and I was like, "Okay, cool." And we've been to this place before. Uh, months and months ago for trivia night, and mm. I remember them. I remember it being chill. I was like, I think there was like Wimbledon on or something in the TV, and the music was like, you know, late nineties, early two thousands. That's my vibe. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> we can go here. Food was decent. Yeah, I bring our friends who are with us, and most of our kids are with us too, and we go to the same place, and this was not the same fucking place. I we walk in. And there's like Mega Death playing on the fucking stereo. And there's like biker dudes all over the fucking place. Nah. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. So 
and even the waitress walking up, who she was super nice, but it was just like, I almost wanted to ask, like, did they get new owners here or something? Like, what, what's up? What, what, what is this place? But we stuck it out. Everybody was kind of like, oh, let's just fucking eat. Who cares? We're already here. So we sat there like a nice, wholesome, middle-class family, very, very diverse, in the middle of what had to be at least three or four biker gangs. <laughs> full, full leather. I mean, it was the craziest <laughs> fucking thing. You think we were the Griswolds at this point, man. We were just like... We're just here for the mozzarella sticks, y'all. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. So, yeah, we ate pretty fucking fast. I got the fuck out of there. Went back to my guy's house, had some more whiskeys, and passed the fuck out. It was a wonderful way to start my next year. Around the fucking sun, man. Take another trip. So, mm. it was a good start. That's what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about. Outside yes, of the sir. fact that you guys were surrounded by a group of biker gangs, Multiple. Man, that's what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, that part I could do without next time. And that's where I'm just like, that was on me. I kept up. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I thought, I thought the vibe was good here. Always do a vibe check before you go to another restaurant. If you're the one planning it. There you go. <laughs> before we get started with the show, let's take a shot for you. Oh my god. <laughs> For your birthday. It's for your birthday, man. For my birthday. Okay. I need to go get a bottle. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, man. See, he has like bitch ass headphones on, so he can hear everything that I'm saying right now. So I'm going to just act like I'm talking some shit, waiting for his ass to go get him a bottle when he knows damn well he has a bottle sitting right behind him. His oh, house no. is filled with alcohol. Ran over there. <laughs> ain't seen nothing but bottles of whiskey. Shit, I ain't even heard of. Shit imported from Germany and shit. From Germany? I fucking wish. Oh, my God. No, the only bottle that was next to me at the desk was the hen bottle, which I had to kill because that was just your drink of choice every time I lost a fucking bet. So it didn't go too far. The better stuff is at the actual liquor cabinet, which I hope is a lick an actual bar one day in my house. We'll see. But no, I don't have anything from Germany. I have Blade and Bow, which is straight from Kentucky, where bourbon is supposed to be from. So don't, don't get it twisted. I am not bougie like that at least not yet with my whiskey i'm getting there i'm getting there <laughs> hey you no, might get shit imported from fucking conor mcgregor and shit from ireland no 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 you know what the fact you put that out there you're talking about proper 12 aren't you with oh it could, could be something could be something else could be something yeah, yeah. Else. okay well thank god because proper 12 is conor mcgregor's whiskey and no disrespect to conor mcgregor because i respect the man so much but for an Irish dude, I'm sorry, bro. That is a trash Irish whiskey. It's trash. I tried it. Trash? It's trash. It's one of the worst I've ever had. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know if it was a bad batch because I bought that bottle like the day it came out. I was like, oh, it's Conor McGregor. It's going to be the best whiskey I ever had in my life. So maybe my expectations were too high about it. But that shit tasted like pine needles and fucking carpet fresh, bro. I was like, this is the fucking worst. What the fuck? All right. Yeah. So let's not do Conor McGregor's whiskey. I am just fine with the stash I've got. And instead of that, let's do some hen dog. Hey, your hen dog. Cheers, sir. Cheers, my man. Thank you very much. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, Ooh. now we can get the party started. Oh, my God. Play the fucking music. One, two, three. Hey, 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 hey,
<laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, now that I have recovered from that shit, that shot was way too fucking full. So thank you for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Anytime. Yes. But for the rest of you, we are welcoming you back to this show. Welcome back to the Bank Bros show. Back like Actually, never as left. a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, y'all take a shot, too. Make them take a shot. <laughs> if you're listening to this, as long as you're in a safe space, take a shot for your boys, because that's how we want to roll things tonight. Good God. But in case you forgot, my name is Siege, plus 38. That guy's Ryan. Best. Plus 28. Yes. He does want to be the best like no one ever was. To catch no, them no, no. is his real <laughs> test, and to train them is his call. <laughs> 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 and I say that because this man has started a new endeavor on YouTube that I want Ooh. him to kind of get into a little bit because I caught a clip and it was pretty fucking entertaining. Tell the people what, what you're into, <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, as my brother just relayed to you guys, um, I started a gaming channel on YouTube mainly focused around retro games. So, games yeah. for like the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. I'm trying to get something hooked up to my GameCube because I got a lot of GameCube games that I could play, which would be fucking dope. I got some Mario games. I got yeah. Pokemon Coliseum. You know, I got NBA Street, fucking Madden 07, NBA uh. Live. I got plenty of games that I just want to play and have fun and just enjoy with the world. And that's yes. why I started the channel. Because in all actuality, I just love gaming. Fuck I don't yeah, even dude. care how good I am at it. I mean, the more you game, obviously, the better you get at it. But you hope. Please. <laughs> it's just, there's nothing like entering in uh, somewhat of a parallel universe for, I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour, however long you're gaming. Mm. And just be somebody else for just a little bit and then come back to this world more leveled. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And the journeys that video games takes you on, I don't know. It's just so fun. And I just want to enjoy that shit with everyone else and make it as enjoyable as possible through the mind that I have, which everyone knows is different. Different. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> so I invite all you guys to go ahead, like, sub, do whatever you got to do. Watch my videos. Tell me how you feel. Even if you don't like them, let me know. Yes. It's YouTube.com slash Rizzy underscore games that's mm. rizzy underscore games r-i-z-z-y underscore games G -A don't forget the underscore don't forget that and don't forget the s after the e that's right <laughs> mm. i love it yes you had a nice pokemon clip playing what were we playing pokemon crystal yes so let me get into yes. the first clip so i was playing pokemon crystal but i took a twist the twist is i put a randomizer code in the game shark code so it randomizes all the Pokemon in the wild. And I believe, no, no, not with the trainers, just in the wild and your starter Pokemon. So the three right. starters that you normally get in Pokemon Crystal are Cyndaquil, Chikorita, and Totodile. Yes, sir. But I didn't get them three. <laughs> the three I got. Tell them what you got. <laughs> I'm going to spoil the surprise, but fuck it. I'm going to spoil it. <laughs> so I got to choose between a Dragonair, a Stantler, that was crazy. And a motherfucking Charizard. Yeah, boy! <laughs> I freaked out when you got the Charizard. I was like, of course, of course he did. Of course he did. Of course my ass. The very last Pokemon, Charizard. Of Boom. course. It was meant to be. Oh, my uh, gosh. And you already know who I chose. The Stantler. Look at that. I was going to say the same thing. 
But no, I chose a Zard. You know what I'm saying? That Charizard was level five. That's something really cool to see. Yeah. And man, the adventure started. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to. I mean, nothing happened really. Well, yeah. I don't know. You, you might watch. have to watch and find out. That's you right. Know what I'm your reaction to getting the fucking Charizard, I was like at lunch and I almost spit out my fucking lunch because you were just like, <laughs> like it was fucking Christmas morning and you were five again. That was, you went nuts. That was my genuine reaction. Because look, yes. it was two, so two minus that. So that's one out of like 260 Pokemon. Yeah, literally. Literally. Crazy. And so what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, very genuine reaction, very fucking entertaining. So make sure y'all check that shit out because it's gonna be worth it. Now, how often are you gonna be posting vids? You think? Mm, probably once or twice a week. Nice. Very once nice. or twice a week. Um, actually, it depends on how much I want to play the game. I was that was my next question: Is are you going the entire game, or are you just yes, gonna, switching things around, or? Because I'm actually gonna play this all the way through. Like nice on the on the right hand side, um, on the edge of the border, you'll see like blacked out you know what i'm saying like little circles and stuff those are badges yep that's right so i'm going to get all 16 badges from johto and kanto yeah gonna defeat the elite four gonna defeat red i'm Good going chance. to conquer the game yeah and i want everyone to come along with the journey because that's something you don't want to miss <clears> look <throat> i started out with a level five charizard and 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 i'll do you one better all all the pokemon that i have mentioned on the show yep if I catch a female version of it, I will name that Pokemon the government name oh. of the Pokemon to the stories. Oh, that's a twist. <laughs> that's a twist. That already got me to be a subscriber. Just that line by itself. <laughs> Done. So, <laughs> hey, we making it messy, man. We making it real messy. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, y'all. Y'all better check that shit out. Tell them again one more time. Where do you find it? YouTube.com. Slash Rizzy underscore games R I Z Z Y underscore G A M E S. Check that shit out. Catch them all, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and mm. again, like we said, Bank Bros are going to be doing the gaming thing very soon too. So maybe some integration, some cross promotion, that kind of shit. But the competitive gaming is coming. And Definitely. My, my goal is by episode fifty is when we will have that up and running. So, Sounds good to me. So. Buckle up. Stay tuned. Lots more content coming your way very fucking soon. Because we are mm. barreling towards that number 50. And I'm very excited. I want to get a big guest. I want to make that shit special. Because that's an accomplishment for us. 50, yeah. 50 weeks or 52. In a row. We can do 50 or 52. Let's do 52. That'll be a year. One year anniversary coming up very fucking soon. So yeah, that's going to be Surprisingly. Golly. It just flew by, man. Yeah. We're cranking these motherfuckers out. <laughs> um, in other sports news, because that's what you came here for, I'm sure. You got a little side of gaming to start your, your palette here. Get it? Palette, palette town. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so now there's a little bit of sports I wanted to get into right out the gate. And we do talk about college football here. And again, folks, it's football season. So if you thought we we're going to come here talking about tennis, you got another thing coming. Right now we're in the midst of football season. And college football is hot as ever. But we're not going to talk about Colorado just yet. I know you came in for Coach Prime. You'll get some Coach Prime, don't you? I want to talk about just the ending of the game between the Miami Hurricanes and Georgia Tech, which any other week wouldn't really give a shit. 
Like, I didn't go to Miami. I've been to Miami. It's beautiful. It's hot. It's a lot of fucking fun. Your pizza sucks, though. But I saw a Dolphins mm-hmm. game there, and Dolphins were pretty fucking dope in that fucking stadium. But I was, it was 102 degrees, and I just fucking hated sweating everywhere I went. Wait, but did I, they play the Lions? They did. They beat the Lions <laughs> ass that day. That's that's still before you guys were any good. So the the tickets for that were like forty dollars. I was like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Why wouldn't I go to that? Except yeah, exactly. They had, they had Flo Rida as a halftime show, and I was like, I I have to go. I can't. <laughs> I can't with Flo Rida, dude. Apple bottom jeans. No boots with the fur. I'm not gonna get into a rant about Flo Rida, but understand <laughs> that I am not a fucking fan. I think that's oops. See, no, there's no rap beef. On the Bank Bro Show. I'm about to start some, even though he has no idea who I am. And I don't mean anything. But Flo Rida is one of the worst rappers of all fucking time. And y'all posted that man up like he was some kind of superstar. That dude has no talent. Anyway, I digress. Anyway, the University of Miami played. And Miami is unde- was undefeated going into this game with Georgia Tech. They're also ranked number 17 at that point, too. And Georgia Tech was not ranked. So this should have been a cakewalk, too. But... Something happened at the end that I needed to bring up on this show because holy fucking shit. So Miami had a pretty sound win here. I mean, that in, in the books, it was it was all but done. Fourth quarter, 30 seconds left. They were up 2017. All systems go. Uh, Georgia Tech had no timeouts left. So Miami was like, hey, let's take a knee, wrap it up and go home. Undefeated. For some fucking reason, Miami's head coach decided to say fuck that. And he had them run the ball. I'm going to take a second. Run the ball. With 30 seconds left, you're already winning, and they have no timeouts. Why are you running the ball? And what proceeded to happen was probably one of the most ridiculous things I've seen in college sports ever. Miami runs the ball. Georgia Tech smashes the running back. They fumble the ball. Georgia Tech recovers it. There's still like 25 seconds left. Georgia Tech then hits a 44-yard dot for a touchdown and stuns Miami in the last seconds as it hits zero on the fucking clock, ending Miami's undefeated streak because they decided to run instead of taking a knee. I want to keep you in mind that Miami's head coach just secured a bag. He's on a 10-year contract worth $80 million, and he does this for no fucking reason. He didn't even have a good excuse for it. He thought it was the right play. In How many football games have you seen, sir, in your life, would you say, ref estimate? Mm, probably about let's see 16 times that um, probably 900 sure have you ever seen anybody run the ball as you take a knee no normally when the other team loses all their timeouts used all their timeouts and the game is already in hand it's usually it's, over it's usually you just kill the clock right you take one and knee and you run knee. the field and celebrate remember there's 45 seconds on the play clock 35 or some shit like that right right um so just let it go you let it yeah. go and it's over yeah, and this decision cost his team the game and their undefeated season for absolutely no reason. I have not seen a dumber play call since the Seahawks didn't run Marshawn Lynch at the one yard line and they lost the Super Bowl to the Patriots. This reminded me of that, where I was like, their fans were stunned. Every analyst in the country has been roasting Miami. Like, what the fuck? How do you even explain? how you are paid millions of dollars to do a job. And that's the play call. Like my kids know to take a knee in that situation. It was unbelievable. It was unreal. You know, I, I had to bring it up. <laughs> you know, like, you know, imagine when, imagine when you're beating the CPU 
Right. And you're just like fucking around at the end. Yeah. Just that's exactly bullshit. what this was. Exactly. And then the Madden bullshit came to bite you in the ass. <laughs> that actually has <laughs> happened to me before. Not in this situation because you would still fucking take a knee. Yeah. But, but some some random bullshit would happen and a game that I had completely in hand would be taken away from me because I can't win to save my life. <laughs> Except this is real life. Except this is real life. Unbelievable. <laughs> so yes, just wanted to give you a quick shout out, Miami. Wow. That was the worst fucking play call I've seen no, in college football history. The crazier part, though, is Georgia Tech's quarterback threw like three picks in this game. Yes! <laughs> this was a, a wrap. So you, you give the ball back to a quarterback that threw three picks, no touchdowns, and right. for some reason, you give up a 44-yard dot to that guy. <laughs> I don't even get it. And I'm pretty sure Georgia Tech's defense had like a bunch of sacks, a couple picks against Miami as well. So you're running against that defense? They've already been taking the ball away from you. And you tested them again with a game already in hand. Just call it one, go back, tell the press that you're happy you got away with the win. Right. That's it. What's, what's the problem? Now you got to tell the press why you're a fucking idiot. Exactly. Give me a quarter of the money you paid that guy. And I guarantee I'll do a better job. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Oh, my God. So, anyway, just want to put that out there. Holy shit, Miami. Good luck recovering from that shit. I think your season's over from that. <laughs> just from that. <laughs> God. Moving on, because we promised you some Coach Prime, as you fucking love. I know you love that Coach Prime news. But Colorado and Arizona State went toe-to-toe in a very interesting game that this man is going to tell you all about. Mm. So... <laughs> I remember on last week's show, I was saying how I'd be disappointed if Colorado didn't blow out Arizona State. Mm-hmm. And um, I was slightly disappointed. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I feel like Colorado should have won this game um, pretty handedly. Easily. But the same issues keep coming back for Colorado. They can't get the line to protect long enough for Shador and his receivers to make plays down the field. So that's causing Shador in the offense to play in like a midder, shorter range. And so that takes away a lot from your big plays, especially because teams know your offensive line sucks. Right. You can't run the ball. So we're just going to jump all the underneath routes because our defensive line is going to crash in your offensive line and get to the quarterback. And that's kind of what happened against Arizona State. And that's why Arizona State was in the game. Uh it was back and forth the entire time. Reminded me of like an old Packer uh, Bears game in the <laughs> mid 2000s. You know, yeah. that Bears defense and Brett Favre used to go at it. Woo! Those are great games. Yeah, Hot games. great games. Slugging it out, you know, yeah. low 20s. Um, so it was like one of those games. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Berguet. I think I'm saying it right. Berguet yeah. for Arizona State and Eli Badger. Oh, yes, yes. You're right. Those two were cooking. Eli Badger, again, looks like another NFL wide receiver out of the Pac-12. Uh, Berguet, oh, yeah. um, I don't know how. He probably won't play at the next level. He might be a backup, but he had That's a really good game. Yeah. A very good game. Um, it took all the way to the last possession Yep. to get this done. That should so not have happened. It goes back and forth all the way up to the fourth quarter. And Shador Sanders drives that offense down the field for none other than the most clutch kicker in the game, Alejandro Mata, to kick the game-winning field goal. Mind you, you, this man wasn't even a starter to begin the season. Nope. 
Jace Feely. I believe he's a nephew of Jay Feely. Jay Feely. Uh, former NFL kicker. Yep, yep. He basically took his job because Mata doesn't miss field goals. No, not that I've seen. Mm-mm. And so he ended this one off with his right leg. Shador over here flashing his watch. <laughs> Shiloh got stiff armed to hell, but yeah, he did. Yeah, but hey, he uh he played a good game. But man, uh, overall, I mean, you got to be happy with a win, right? If you're Coach Prime, didn't sound but, like he was honestly. Yeah, I mean, he like, said he was happy about the win, but he's still trying to figure out how to get this team to the next level. And I'm thinking like these struggles kind of reflect them not shaking off the couple losses they just took from the really tough teams they've played. I know they learned a lot from them, but Prime himself is even saying, like, we gotta figure some shit out. Like, they're not playing how he wants them to play. That team is so talented, Colorado is. And we we get it. They're not one of those top 10 teams. They're not one of the elite of the elite. We get that. But you can clearly see, even a blind person can fucking see this. Colorado has the base to grow this into a real legitimate threat of a team. So, I, I think Prime is of the mindset of just like, yeah, we should have won this game. It shouldn't have been a fucking slugfest. We clearly need to work on a bunch of shit to get us playing to the level that I know we should be playing at. And I respect that. That's 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 some humble shit. Honestly, I I don't think it's that. I don't think it's the former losses. I don't think it's that. I think you don't think so. No, I just think their weaknesses are their weaknesses, and they're just getting exposed. Yeah. Like there's nothing they can do to. Bl- to, to, to fix that offensive line at this point. Yeah, I mean, we did talk about recruiting in the it, past being the real key to this it, to everything you, on the team. It's not like free agency in the NFL, in the NFL where you could just yeah. pick players up off the street. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like their weaknesses are their weaknesses, and yeah. we all know that they're talented. Like, they're receivers from Jimmy Horn to uh, Xavier Weaver to mm-hmm. uh, Omarion Miller uh, and the other receiver. I forgot his name, but they all are great after the catch. Uh, Javon Antonio, but um, yeah, 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 and they even have people like Michael Harrison, Dylan Edwards. Like they have a very stacked receiving core. Like they, they have a lot of guys that are going to play at the next level because yeah. they are very West Coast offense friendly. And the West Coast offense, you just you gotta catch the short ball, make a man miss, take it to the See house. You later. That's Peace basically out. the West Coast offense in a nutshell. <laughs> and all of these receivers are great after the catch. All of these receivers return kicks and punts. Yes. So that shows you right then and there, like, yo, these receivers are special athletes. Not only they can, can, can they get open, but they could take a screen to the house. Mm. And you can't do that unless you got guys blocking for you, unless you got guys that are able to protect you for long enough for you right. to make those plays happen. Um, I mean, protection hasn't been terrible. It's been inconsistent, I would say. Borderline terrible. Yeah, Shadora got sacked five times in this game. So that's, and, and on that's the flip side, Brigade did too, I believe. Yeah, this was a very defensive but, battle. Yeah. Um, and so if they can if they can just patch up that offensive line, which they kind of can't they I don't know can't. how you can even coach you can't coach inferior talent to play at somewhere where they're not capable of getting to. You know what I mean? Lord, don't I know it. <laughs> so it's like you can try to fix these problems. Try scheme around it, whatever. But Yo, your 60 overall players are still your 60 overall players. <laughs> you only get to build a couple extra points in the season for those guys, and that that's about it. That's, you, you that's can't, about you it. You can't man. turn a 60 into a 95. Like, it just doesn't happen. No. You 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 just need at least, like, 77 overall offensive linemen. And you're okay. You're, like, right. 
That'll get you far. <laughs> man, it's it's going to take some time, like we mentioned on the show, for Colorado to really become what they can become. Right. But it's going to happen because they already are leaps and bounds ahead of where I think a lot of people thought they would be. Because I think a lot of people would be uh, – before the season, I'm sure people would think they'd be under 500 right now. They're probably oh, at two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There are so many people trying to write that obituary before the season even started. Yeah. And it's like, dude. They were, they were underdogs against everybody but uh, Arizona State and uh, Colorado State. Colorado State. Yep. They were underdogs against everybody else. So, And for good reason. We get it. But that's the thing. Again, we said it before. Like, keep watching them. You're seeing improvements. Even with these defensive struggles and shit. Like, you're seeing improvements in other aspects of the game. But like my boy said here, it's. You can only do so much. I think in the next couple of years is when you're going to start seeing the potential unlocked for a new powerhouse in this conference and in college football together. So that's what makes it very compelling is kind of seeing the growth kind of happen in real in real time. So that's it's pretty fucking awesome to see. That's just keep going, keep fucking pushing. Next week, who do they even have? Stanford. That's a winnable game. Stanford. Yep. Stanford is one and four. This is a. This is the game you shake the cobwebs off and you remind the fucking world who the hell you are. Yeah, no, they are they at home? They are at home. Yes. They're at home, yeah. So you gotta you gotta win by You gotta win. 14. You gotta win by 14. Yeah. 17. Blow yeah. the fucking doors off of them. That's that's how you gotta do that. That's gonna be a, a big benchmark for the rest of the season for them just to smash these lower tier teams that they should be playing. So we'll stay with it, Pete. We'll stay with it, people. We will stay with it. All season long. Yes, sir. 21st so, in bank, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, let us move on to, again, that grown man pigskin in the NFL because certain games have come and gone. I'm not going to talk about the Packers this week because, hey, it is what it is. You lost against to the Raiders. I mean. Wait, they lost? Oh, they oh, lost. Oh, we brought it up. <laughs> but I can't talk shit. I can't. I will talk about my team for a second. I know you could. I'll leave it to you. I need all the good juju I can get and not Smith-Schuster. I just need the good juju for my team. But the Bears played this past Thursday, which was my birthday. So I was already just like, you know me. I was relegated to saying the Bears are just this game because we're not going to win anything this season and everything is fucking the worst. And you're not going to let it ruin your birthday. I wasn't going to let it ruin my birthday. I was like, I'm going to barely even watch it. I'll watch it because it's on. But like, Whatever. Going as soon into as we it, get our ass whooped. Um, done, done deal. I already had steak in my belly. I already had a whiskey or two. I was feeling good anyway. So it didn't fucking Can't matter. Can't fuck that up. Can't fuck that up. And unfortunately, shortly before the Bears game started, news broke out that our beloved Hall of Fame linebacker Dick Buckus passed away, which was emotional enough because ask anybody with some Bears knowledge, and for those of you living under a rock, Dick Buckus is what I would consider the Chicago Bear, one of the greatest of all time to ever put on the navy in orange, a mauler of a linebacker, a Hall of Famer. The guy had six all-NFL selections, 25 fumble recoveries, 22 picks, played for nine seasons and had eight straight Pro Bowls as a middle linebacker. So Buckus was a prototype for what a new-age middle linebacker in that era could do so world-renowned player one of the meanest players but one of the nicest so once i saw that news i said if we can't win it for dick we don't deserve to win shit for a long fucking time 
So that was already weighing heavily on me. And I was like, it's my birthday. I just don't, I can't with all the, with all the negativity. So fine. Went into this game full of hope, full of heart. And for all rights and purposes, the first half of this game played out exactly like it did last week against Denver when we started coming out fucking swinging and Fields looking like a fucking monster and DJ Moore was getting fed the rock over and over again and holy shit, before you knew it, it was halftime and the Bears were up 24 points. It was at this point where my phone was blowing up with all sorts of well-wishers. Some of those were happy birthdays, but a lot of them were my inner circle of people. My boys, my girls, who are just like, dude, the Bears are going to do it. Dude, the Bears are going to win. Holy shit. I said the same thing to them as I said to my kids. I'm going to paraphrase. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to <laughs> hear it. Don't. I don't want to jinx it. I'm not saying a word until this is over because this game played out exactly like we did against Denver. Almost scary to a T how fucking accurate it was. It was so fucking close where we dominated. And then the second half would happen. And I knew the commanders were going to adjust. And this is the biggest weakness of all the weaknesses that Chicago has. The biggest one is they can't fucking adjust. The other team adjusts their plays and we do the same shit or we regress and do the shit that never works. And we end up blowing 21 point leads. This is an even bigger lead. And I said, this is going to fucking hurt. So I didn't say a word to anybody. And then what happened? Halftime is over. The commanders come out and they score on us. Almost fucking immediately. They just run it down our throats. And I go, here we fucking go again. Here we go. Everyone jinxed it. I was salty at everyone on my phone. I'm like, you motherfuckers jinxed my team. All I had to do was not answer anybody's text. I, I should have went zero dark 30 just because I was in my fucking feelings. But you know what? It was fine. I was, again, I went and resigned to the fact that we're going to lose. I didn't want it to go down like this again in back-to-back weeks. But I said, hey, best case scenario, they destroy us again. And we fire everybody finally, and I can move on with my life. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Justin Fields and DJ Moore bounced the fuck back and played an immaculate fucking game. I can't believe how good this... And it wasn't even those two. Our defense, which is I have been smacking them around for weeks because they've been the worst piece of shit defense I've ever seen for a Chicago Bears team. <laughs> they played inspired defense. They were sacking the shit out of the commanders. They were up in Sam Howell's fucking grill all night long. They were blitzing when they were supposed to blitz. They didn't eat on a lot. And commanders made it interesting. Don't get it wrong. But this ended up having a couple of like really good plays for the defense that brought the ba- the ball back to us. And the Bears fucking finished the story tonight that night. I gotta say tonight. That night. And we beat the commanders 40 to 20. The Bears have finally, fucking finally, won a game. The last time we won was October 24th, 2022. That was the last time we won a game. Man. To tell you I was emotional for this game, because I'm like, they won it for me. They won it for Dick Buckus. They won it for Chicago Bears fans. I feel like we won the fucking Super Bowl. And I know how sad and pathetic that is because it's one fucking game. But man, going on that kind of streak and being in this much despair and seeing the front office just destroy this franchise and all the stupid weird news, the Chase Claypool bullshit, the Allen Williams bullshit, Eberflus and his up his own ass and all that shit. The whole, it wasn't like the wheels are falling off the fucking wagon. It was on fire in the middle of a swamp, also in quicksand, and it was also raining. Like, 
just all the natural disasters were happening at the same fucking time. And I couldn't understand why. And we're in like week, what, six? Like, the fuck is going on? So, yes, we won a fucking game. Do I think we're going to do anything else this season? No, probably not. We have Minnesota next. We'll fucking see. Minnesota does not have Justin Jefferson now. So, who the fuck knows? Maybe we'll start a winning streak. <gasps> I said it out loud. But, for now, it's just nice to win one. Holy fucking shit. I forgot what that feeling was like. So I'm not going to brag. I'm not going to talk shit about the Packers. I'll leave it to my boy to do that because he's riding high for the Detroit Lions. <laughs> but for me, I saw a quarterback who was calm, concise, pushing the ball down the field, running when he needed to run, and taking care of the ball. I saw it. I saw great stats. Fields had 15-29, 282 yards, four touchdowns. Just a very complete fucking game for him. Almost had 300 yards. If he got 300, it would have been even better. But the real story was DJ Moore with eight receptions, 230 yards, and three touchdowns. He even gave it a three when you saw him on the camera. That is the DJ Moore we traded the number one pick for. That is the guy I have been waiting for. Now, I'm not expecting him to drop those stats every week, but that was a glimpse of what this team could do when all systems are running the way they're supposed to run. And for once, I'm even going to give Getzy a little bit of credit. Getzy actually had a good play call that night. What? For the most part. Again, we kind of squandered it a bit in the second half, but we pulled it together. We bounced back, fields, control again. The difference is between this and Denver, we didn't take the game out of fields' hands this time. They trusted their quarterback, and he got the job done. That's all we got to do. That's all we got to do. Now, we still need loads of fucking help. There's still a ton of holes, but boy, I, all I could think about when I saw DJ Moore play was, ooh, what if we had Marvin Harrison Jr. on the other side of this? Oh, man. Then my dreams might really come true. We might actually be a successful franchise. I might be able to wear my Bears gear in public again with no shame. What? I, I, I would love that. I would love it. Please let me have that because I can't wear the shit anywhere in this city without somebody making little comments. Last time I wore that shit was the first game of this season, and I was walking around fucking stores with my Erlacher jersey, and all I kept hearing was, oh, Pat, go. And I couldn't believe, oh, oh he looks so stupid in navy orange. Like, I heard it. <laughs> and Rachel, Rachel's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, dude, you don't hear all these fucking Bears comments? She goes, no. I'm like, of course you don't. You don't know. I could feel it. I could, my skin was crawling. All the, the stares and the judgment. Let me just be a Bears fan. Like, goddamn. I know I'm in the wrong state for it, but if my team was good, it wouldn't matter. I just need them to be fucking good enough for me to wear a damn jersey again in public. I would love that. I'd be very fucking happy. <laughs> but that's all. Good luck, Bears. We're going to need that shit again. Bring that same fire against Minnesota. It has to happen. But in other news, this man's Detroit Lions played the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> I'm sure he's not wearing pants at this point, but go ahead and talk to him. <laughs> no, um, I mean, we... We dominated a team that's going to miss the playoffs. Thank you so much for that. So <laughs> it's it's nothing to be excited over. He's like, whatever. But it's it's everything that you would expect. And a win is a win. A win's cool, especially when you're without your best playmaker on your team. Arguably your best two playmakers. We didn't have Gibbs yeah. or St. Brown. And we still dropped, uh, I don't know, close to 50 points. But no one's counting. No um, one's counting. No. Um, <laughs> Just pummeled them. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's. I mean, what can I say? I mean, uh, come on now. I mean, look, look, look at our rosters. Look at our he's rosters. So, he's so confident now. He's like, you know, 
It's what Detroit I mean, does now, you know. This is what we do. I mean, when you have Aiden <laughs> Hutchinson on the defensive line, consistently wreaking havoc, and then he just drops back and gets a one-handed interception. Yeah, you're you're okay. So <laughs> I ain't really worried about nothing, to be honest with you. Uh, I actually um, I do have one point to make, and I don't fucking know why this always happens. But someone needs to explain to me why the hell Adam Thielen always torches us. You called that before the game even was played. You were yeah. worried about Thielen. And uh, he had, what, 100-some yards and a tud? Um, so, Adam Thielen, yeah, 107 yards and a tud. You're absolutely right. Yeah, so. <laughs> 11, on 11 receptions. I, I don't know why we cannot guard this man. Doesn't matter how old he is. <laughs> doesn't matter what color he's wearing. Doesn't matter what day of the week it is. For some reason, he's 7-11 against the Lions. Always open. Mm. Now, I don't get it. I don't get it. He's got your number every single time. He's not even fast. He's, he's not. He's the Jason Witten of wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> That's so accurate. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Yeah, ah. every time. Every time he's got y'all. Swear to God. And then to make matters even worse, in fucking Madden, I can't stop this man. Whatever. That's uh, whatever. <laughs> but... Uh, so we get Tampa Bay next. Yes, sir. And I feel like this is almost uh, a must win for us. I think it is. Because we are going to play in enemy territory against a very tough defense and an offense that looks kind of rejuvenated with Baker Mayfield. All that to say, this is a game we should win if we are going to be the team that we know we could be. And that team is a team that could represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Woo! I like how the confidence is still getting you to the NFC title game. Where I'm like, hey. one playoff win, you're like, no, we're up there. Even though we are. live in a world with the Niners and the Eagles crushing everybody. So we're still just, Detroit. The, so the Eagles, so the Eagles, the Eagles have not looked better than, have not looked better this year than how they looked last year. I don't think so, no. I wouldn't No, say they that. look worse. They look worse. Jalen Hurts looks worse. No one wants to speak on it because they keep winning. Winning, say, is, they're still undefeated, though, bro. <laughs> winning, winning throws. Okay, who have they played? Nobody. Oh, don't get me wrong. Their record being undefeated compared to like the Niners, I think, because Niners look yeah. amazing. See, like, I, I didn't yeah. say nothing about the Niners. Yeah, see, no, nope. yeah. Niners nope. are unstoppable yeah. right now. Eagles, yeah, they've had some uh, Philly, cakewalks. Like, if okay, we played Kansas City in Kansas City. That's right. We played Green That's Bay it. in Green Bay. That's right. Big. Uh. And then we had Seattle at home. Seattle's a tough team. Yes, it is. The Panthers have been our easiest game, and we blew <laughs> the fuck out. As you should. And um, again, thank you for that. Because as long as the Panthers keep losing, woo, the opportunity for us to have number one and number two in the draft is getting closer by the day. Love it. Yeah. Keep and, losing, uh, Carolina. The way, by the way, it's looking. Yeah, y'all gonna get that number one and number two. By the way, it's looking like fields to more, baby, one to two. But Tampa. This is a game we could drop. Mm, it's it's that's a tough one. This is this is definitely a game we can drop. I can definitely see us losing this game. I know our defense, specifically Aiden Hutchinson, specifically Aiden Hutchinson, <laughs> is going to is going to wreak havoc on this Tampa Bay offensive line. But I'm worried about this secondary. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mayfield likes to sling it, and yeah, your your DBs are a little busted, um, Just a little bit. I I mentioned something earlier. Earlier, like this year, when we were spending all this money in free agency, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I mentioned something like, yo, we, we going to spend all this money in our secondary. Still going to be shit. Yep. You did say that. I do remember that. 
And so tell me why against the Falcons. I seen all my DBs get shitted on by Drake London. <laughs> I mean, he's underrated. Drake London's underrated. But who's throwing to him? Exactly. I was on a what? third team. <laughs> London's going to fuck somebody up. And I hope he gets yeah. traded. I hope Pitts gets traded. I'm just saying. But yeah, London's a talented fucking player. But Drake he's no one throwing to him. Drake London was teabagging us. Like, Cam Sutton, the guy we paid all this money to, our number one corner, he wears number one. And he was a number one option to get picked on. Drake London was shitting <laughs> on him. I'm not even going to lie to you. Uh, and then Adam Thielen uh, out here shitting on all our DBs. Because uh, he knows how to. He and, knows the blueprint. And Mike Evans. Ooh, you are going to have a struggle trying to contain Mike Evans. I'm just going to put that out there. If you know me, you know how I feel about Mike Evans. Absolutely. One of the most underrated receivers to ever play this game. He doesn't 100%. know anything less than a thousand yards. He doesn't know what it feels like. Nope. And he's nothing I, to him. <laughs> I think he's going to have a big game against us, and he might be the reason why Tampa beats us. I could absolutely see that. Just him alone. We don't have Darius Slay no more. Mm. <laughs> It'd be great to have him. <laughs> I was say that still sucks. That's I still. Uh, uh, but, uh, but big hey, fan of Slay. But hey, do we do what we could do? We still have the better team. I think still, so. We still should get this win. And I think we get this win in a closer game, lower scoring game. Yeah. It's probably going to be like 27-24, 28-24. I'd still give you that win. I still think it's yeah. a Lions win, but I think, I think it's going to be it hard. Lions yeah, it's going to be very hard. Uh, I think Baker will play well. Yeah. He's been looking pretty good for this team. And yeah. I'll am the. i be the first to admit, I was absolutely wrong. Because when they signed him to be Brady's replacement, I thought Tampa was done for. Like, for thought- sure. I thought they'd be okay because uh that defense but, is still that defense. It and is. Baker looked pretty good with LA. Not but at, bad. But, but at the same time, it's like, no, well, without Cooper Cup. He didn't well, play with Cooper true. Cup either. He didn't play a Cooper Cup. Uh so I thought he looked pretty good with LA with all the circumstances that he was going through. Yeah. Like that he he joined the team and started the next day. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's very true, yeah. yes. But I'm just saying, like, going from Brady to Mayfield. It's just like, on paper, you hear that and you kind of go, well, what's fucking Mayfield going to do with this team then? But Mayfield has really, I think he's turned a corner. Something you said something very the- important, CJ. You said yeah. on paper. On paper. I'm always but, a paper guy. But-, but when you watched, when you watched, or when I watched yeah. Baker play with LA, I knew he had something in there. There was a spark, for sure. But man, it was... It's interesting seeing how well he's Joe with this team. And like we talked about before, with Mike Evans in particular, like that is some chemistry I did not see coming. I mean, Mike Evans was putting up numbers with Jameis and a bunch of nobodies. Anybody, yeah. And it's not not for lack of talent I was worried about. It's just a chemistry thing. And the fact that, you know, Tampa's kind of fucking with Mike Evans' money now. So I was like, well, you're not even going to pay the man to stay long term. How much are you really going to get out of Evans this year? And he's either auditioning for some renegotiation or he's auditioning for another team. But Mike Evans is money right now. He's spitting money. So good luck because I think he's coming to play. It's a yeah, high-profile no, ba- game. Yeah. Baker has him playing very well. So uh, it's going to be tough. Good for them. Good for them. Man. But, yes, keep on keep on losing, Carolina. I want that one and two. I need that after this fucking season. Please. Woo! I would just, if Fields can just keep playing like that. And we still end up with number one and two. Like I'm telling you, that rebuild speeds up. I told years. y'all, man. I told Woo! y'all he's a franchise guy. I Dang. told y'all. Back to back games, he has been playing like one. 
all you have to do is not be a dickhead and not be a dumbass and just call plays that cater to his skill set, which involves throwing the ball down the field and running him. Wow. It's not rocket science, people. No. I just, I don't get it. You look at the tape, you look at the things he does well, you cater the offense to those things. It's A to B to C. It's not pony to zebra to duck to orange. Like, what? Stop making him in something he's not. Clearly, this is what he does best. So, we'll see. I'm hoping for a good game in Minnesota. Let's 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 fucking get it. Oh, uh, it's time. It is time. It is time for a public service announcement. Pull up your damn pants. I'm not even giving you context for that one. You know who you are. You know where you live. Stop it. No one wants to see that shit. <laughs> Before we get into our last subject of the night, because kind of a shorter episode, because football is football, and honestly, that slate of football was not the best. There's some okay games, some blowouts, nothing that we need to waste your time on. I have a few black cards for you. I want to test your knowledge again. Oh, <laughs> shit. Black uh, card! Are you ready? I have three of them. Three of them. Three? Alright. If your mama sends you to the store, in addition to the items you purchased, what else does she want? A. Make it back safely. B. Don't act no fool. C. Come back in a timely manner. D, her change back. D. D as in dog? Her change back. That is correct. Give her <laughs> fucking change back. <laughs> her change back. It's either she want her change back or you better make it enough. That's, mm-hmm. <laughs> if your ass <laughs> bought some candy and that shit was a dollar ninety-five, you better bring that fucking nickel back and she gave you two bucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's not about the money. No. It's the lesson within that transaction. Absolutely. That is teaching you about how money actually works. Yes. It doesn't just grow on trees like you think uh, when you're a kid. Oh, it just costs this. It's only two bucks, Dad. And what's your point? <laughs> two bucks you ain't got. It's two bucks your ass ain't got. <laughs> that two bucks is in my pocket. <laughs> I felt that. Felt that question in my soul. Mm. What do black people call soap operas? <laughs> a. Telenovelas. B. Stories. C. Soaps. D. Flicks. <laughs> Loki, I don't know this one. <laughs> oh yes! What do you I really think? don't know this one? Alright, hold up. Say the first one again. Telenovelas, stories, soaps, flicks. I'm gonna just say the first one. Telenovelas? Yep. Incorrect. Oh! <laughs> the answer is yeah, turn on my stories. 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 <laughs> my my grandmother called it stories my entire life. Every single mm. time. She used to watch Days of Our Lives and General Hospital. Pretty much anything that was on from like after Price is Right was done. So like 11 a.m. Yeah. to like 2 p.m. Turn on her stories and shut mm. the fuck and and shut the fuck up when her stories are on. Woo! That's the <laughs> bigger lesson. It's not about what they call them. Is you better not bother her during her stories or that was your ass. That lesson you learned the hard way. And again, I was only like, I don't know, eight, nine, ten. When I was like, you know, staying with her, you know, sleeping. Oh, I used to love sleeping uh, sleep at my grandma's house, but like that shit was a family known rule that I know most black families have that same fucking rule. When the stories were on, shh, you fucking say a word. You gotta listen <laughs> and focus. Absolutely true. <laughs> stories, stories. Last but not least, who? Oh, you better get this one. Who was the singing voice of Powerline? In a goofy movie. Ooh. Is it A, 
Luther Vandross, B, Babyface, C, Cisco, or D, Tevin Campbell, Powerline from a Goofy movie, which is one of the most underrated Disney movies of all time. Powerline from Loki. Damn, when's the last time I seen that shit? Oh, oh God. My... Oh, man. All right, uh, hold up. I think um, that's the dude with like the uh, Elvis looking hair, right? <laughs> yes, that is true. I can't believe you're stumped on this one. Oh my god! I really don't know <laughs> what the fuck. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not Vandross. I would just do process of elimination art. So it's Vandross. Okay. It's not Vandross. I know that for sure. I know his voice. Okay. Um. Okay. Whose voice don't I know like that? Uh. It was Vandross. Babyface. Babyface. Oh no. Okay. Okay. It's not Babyface. Okay. <laughs> you're so sure about that, huh? Yeah. 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 Cisco, Cisco or Tevin Campbell. So the last two, it's between the last two. It's you not sure Babyface. I know for sure it's not Babyface. Remember, a Goofy movie came out in like 93. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. So I know sure. for sure it's not Babyface. That, they threw Babyface in there because it would stump people. People would think <laughs> it would be Babyface, but I know Babyface. You're very, very sure of yourself right now. Very sure. I'm going to say Tevin Campbell as a guest. That's a final answer? That's a final answer. It is Tevin Campbell. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh my god. Tevin Campbell, one of the most underrated 90s singers of all time. I still listen to that shit. And I swear to God, I've been saying this for years. I need a full Powerline album today. I'm putting <laughs> that out there. I've wanted it for years and years because the singing he does in that movie is insane. And it's, it is spawned generations of fans for this movie for this character for his music but the man only did like two songs as powerline and there were such bangers i need the full fucking album <laughs> two I songs he says skip the lp skip the mixtape just give me all the right. album <laughs> give me the whole fucking album bro and tevin campbell can still sing like a motherfucker too so please tevin if you somehow stumble upon this fucking podcast know that you have a giant fan of me i had his cassette tape when i was a kid yeah Ooh, that's how old I am. Cassette, tape. cassette in the walkman yes i had tevin mm. campbell the fucking can we talk Woo! that motherfucker go man just the panty Ooh. dropper of fucking songs anyway so yes i need the whole fucking album but yes tevin campbell is an amazing power line well done <laughs> two out of three sir not bad. Hey man, I like those. Those are fun. We should do those more often. We Oh yeah. I like just I like surprising you with them. I don't want you to be able to yeah, prepare yeah, at yeah. all. Yeah, just yeah. Dig yeah. deep. But you, you get you got there's some flavor. There's flavor there. I, I can I can I can sense that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Uh last but not least, we have a big, big fantasy match coming up this week. As yeah. we have discussed, the Vault League is running hot. Ladies and gentlemen, especially at the top of the heap, because now this guy is in first place. El Freaky was in first up until now. He did take the big L. Finally, this undefeated streak is over. No more undefeated teams. And your boy, the Thunder Chicken Revival, which has a long history to that name. I'm not going to explain it right now, but just understand I've always been that guy. I have returned to my rightful spot. At the fucking top of the mountain. But this week, your boys, the bank bros, face each other in what I'm calling the thrill, the thrill in, in the, the mill. mill. 
Mm. <laughs> get it? Because you know, mm. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Thriller in Manila. Yes, Muhammad sir. Ali. You got it. You got it. I know you got it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's number one versus number two at the top of the mountain for fancy supremacy to see who is going to be the number one. Unless mm. Danny, because, you know, we have a third team who has a tied record with us. So unless she goes crazy, one of the two of us will be number one. If we have a low scoring game and that number three spot kind of hits us up, yeah, she might be number one after all this is said and done. So it's an asterisk. However, we know the real game. Is between the two of us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I just wanted to analyze this game real quick and then make you a challenge. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk got, about it. I got the breakdowns here for you, and I'm going to start with our quarterbacks. As we said, I am running with Tua and the Miami Dolphins against your Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens. Who do you think is a better quarterback at this point in the season? Um, In fantasy or in reality? In fantasy, sir. Actually, my answer is going to be the same. Oh! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. I agree uh, with you. <laughs> in fantasy, running as a quarterback is fantasy gold. Love it. Love it. You're basically a running back on top of being a quarterback. Yep. So, it's it's fantasy gold uh, for one. And for two, Lamar Jackson is top three quarterback in this league. He former league MVP. Way more accomplished than Tua is right now. I'm not saying Tua isn't great, but Tua is just not on his level yet. Facts are facts. Tua's great, though. I like that. I agree with that. You got the advantage on quarterback for sure. Uh, But the running backs are a different story, though. I mean, first off, Travis Etienne for myself and Christian McCaffrey for you. There's really no comparison here. As much as Etienne had a great game last week, this is McCaffrey. McCaffrey is just the gold standard right now. He's the number one number one running back in fantasy so number one everything right now it's kind of nuts our our twos though i'm running with kyron williams this is james cook this is where it can get interesting i think so um, well james cook has a good matchup against the giants so maybe he'll get used more maybe um kyron williams has a good matchup against the the cardinals Cardinals. yeah uh so i I see both of these guys having good games Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um if I were to give somebody the edge, maybe Kyron Williams, just because I know he'll have more of a workload. I could take that. Um, James Cook from I watch a Bills game here and there because I have James Cook. Of course. And I and I really like Stefan Diggs as a player. So what I've noticed is they'll use Damian Harris and even Latavius Murray on like short situations or on situations where uh the running back will be blocking on a pass play. Mm. And they'll take James Cook off the field. <clears throat> and that's really his only downfall is that he's kind of sharing snaps with two other guys that aren't nearly as talented as he is. Like uh, every other team at this point. <laughs> yeah. And if you God. look at the stats, if you look at the stats, when James Cook gets the ball, he produces. That's right. Last game, he had five carries. What you going to do with five carries? <laughs> Not much. And Kyron Williams, he gets the ball. So that's Absolutely. why I'm giving him the edge. Like he, he's their workhorse. They traded Cam Akers for Kyron Williams. Being their starter, so exactly, yeah, pretty much for a can of coke at that point. Yeah, <laughs> they got Cam Akers the fuck out of L.A. Like, no, we're done. <laughs> God. Yeah. Uh, now receivers are where it gets a little dicey for myself, but you're dealing with some injuries too. Uh, at the yeah. ones, you're Amon Ross St. Brown against my Garrett Wilson because now Justin Jefferson is on IR, so I am down a massive part of my fucking team here. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to play you with Justin Jefferson. Oh, man. Because I want you at your best. Playoffs. That's where we do the best one. So, I mean, with Garrett Wilson, you get Darius Slay. Yep. 
Uh, good luck. Yep. <laughs> not I mean, looking forward to that. Not not a bad option, but it, it's it's tough because it's you're already handicapped someone at quarterback. Exactly. And then you're going against one of the top corners in the NFL. Mm. And then that defensive line against that New York Jets offensive line, uh, I don't think I don't it's going like to take it. out too well. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> free Garrett Wilson, please. Somebody free Woo! him. Please. Lord Jesus. Yes, please. But A.J. Brown, well, they play each other. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yes. So hey. this game, could, I'm hoping this game goes extremely low. I bet you do. <laughs> because, see, this is what can happen. The Eagles can just get off to a really good groove running the ball. Mm-hmm. Your defense could be playing amazing. And, you know, Sirianni's not a dumbass like that coach from uh, Miami. So <laughs> he's going to get up big, and he's going to take some knees, maybe just run the clock out, and right. get away money. with like a 21-0 to win. <laughs> that's what you're calling for? 21 or nothing? Yeah, that's what <laughs> that I'm hoping gonna for. Happen. Um, will it happen? Gonna happen? I don't fucking know. No, but that's what I'm hoping for. Come on. <laughs> well, the Jets' defense is really good too. I will. It say is. That. It absolutely so, is. So I'm I'm playing with house money a little bit here, oh, hoping that these defenses don't go crazy. The same thing I could say. Same thing with Gary Wilson. I'm gonna say about AJ Brown because he gets sauce. Oh, you're right. Woo! See, so, I, mean, I might have tough sledding here. <laughs> I don't. I mean, of course you could scheme around that, but it's like if they're gonna be the primary defenders. Yeah, you're in for a long day. Yeah, so I mean, not not saying they can't have a great day, but yeah, but but I'm going against Chris Olave here on your side, who also is a little banged up. But yeah, Saints get Houston, and Olave could Houston. have a decent game. Yeah, he could. Uh, my receivers, they're both banged up, but they both have pretty good matchups. I will say yeah, they do. Uh, Olave gets Houston. St. Brown gets the Bucks. Um, I. I know that St. Brown's going to play, and I know St. Brown will be good. He could have played in the Panthers game. We just held him out because we... You didn't need him. The world saw we, yeah. <laughs> Just putting the Carolina to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Man, see, we we came we came with the shoddy, all right? So if St. Brown would have played with us, we would have came with the RPG. Yeah, you're not wrong. So, yeah. And Olave, uh, I need his dumbass to get targets again. Mm. Same thing, like his his issue is the same issue I have with James Cook. When he gets targets, he produces. He can't do mm. shit if he doesn't get targets. Just look at the numbers. Is Derek Carr back? Yes, but he's playing like shit because he hurt his shoulder or whatever. Yeah, right? look at AC joint, wasn't it? I was I was going to be fine with Jameis. Yeah. I, I honestly thought, okay, this is going to be better for me in fantasy because Jameis, he doesn't give a fuck. He's going to sling no, that shit. Picks, touchdowns, he doesn't care. 400 yards a game, five picks. <laughs> That's fine. Right. Chris right, Olave will get fine. 150 of that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so accurate, though. <laughs> uh, but I think overall, uh, our receivers, I think they're pretty cool. equal. It's pretty equal. I think that's where we're going to really see some struggle here. That's where, the two teams. that's where this matchup's going to be won. Yes, I think so. I, I think McCaffrey, Etienne, and Kyron Williams, they could probably equal each other out. I think so. Now, the rest of our team probably could too. Yeah. But I those mean, receivers. Receivers are, are going to be key in this fucking game. Our tight ends, I'm not worried about. Mark Andrews for myself and Logan Thomas for you. Like, clearly, I like Logan Thomas's upside, though, because what I saw in the Bears-Commanders game, He's starting to really come into his own. Like I was gonna, I was just gonna say, I like you having Mark Andrews because the better you do, the better I do. That's true. Because my quarterback is Lamar Jackson, Lamar so it's Jackson. like I don't care if he's throwing Mark Andrews touchdowns. 
Yeah, you're gonna be too. Yeah, yeah, that's so very it. sound strategy. I should change my tight end just to fuck with me. I'm not no, gonna get but too cute about that. You clearly have the edge at tight end, though. Clearly. I think so. I think that's why. I mean, projections we don't really care about. No, but no. That's why you're projected to even. win because Man. your tight end is significantly better than my tight end. Right. I'm but it's, still, it's still a slight edge of the projections, which I am. I never buy that shit. Like the because game is the game. Are, tight ends are dime a dozen anyway. Exactly. Like, Logan right. Thomas is the same as T.J. Hawkinson at this point. Right. Like you're getting the same five. No, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I mean, that's a little far fetched. You're right, but overall output, yeah, you're talking what a five point difference, maybe if if even that. So yeah, that's you're not a good win by like seven, right? Six or that's, seven, yeah. You know, it is what it is. And then the flex, I got my Kenneth Walker against your Zach Moss. Which hey, Zach Moss, I was saying like, hey, Jonathan Taylor's gonna be back, and here we go. Zach Moss is gonna lose all his touches. Woo! Zach I Moss told you, fucking crazy. I he told you. <sighs> I think he heard me. <laughs> I think he heard me on the show, and he was like, "You know what? I'm gonna prove him right." <laughs> so this one's for Rizzy. And he throws once again two touchdowns in that fucking game. Just for L freaky two for L one two. two. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm a little concerned because Moss is running his ass off right now. So Moss is if it wasn't. For Zach Moss. Oh, no, no. Actually, if it wasn't for George Pickens being on a bye, this would be George Pickens. Mm, really? Yeah. My flex position, I like taking chances. I like being risky. I it like playing those dudes. Off. I like playing those dudes that could go off for like two, three touchdowns. Gabe like Davis. Zach Moss. Like George Pickens. But they can fuck me over and give me six points. Exactly. Gabe Davis. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting you five or he's getting you 40. There's nothing in between. You got to be okay with either or. Exactly. I rolled with him last year. He either won me a game single-handedly or he lost me a game single-handedly. That was because it. he was the last person to play because he played on prime time. And exactly. he didn't do shit. <laughs> like eight prime time games, it didn't matter. And he was either asleep <laughs> or he was on fire right away, too. He would get two touchdowns in like a half. And I'm like, what? So, yeah. yeah. And then the next week, he doesn't get a target until the third quarter. Not a damn look. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, if you if you get something like a Gabe Davis or like these other players, you kind of have to go for the ride. Like you're right, the flex should be more of a lottery ticket, and you want to win big every week. Yeah, and I mean That'd you got you, you got Kenneth Walker. I think that's a a really good play. Yes, sir. Um, I think Walker's his, the man. His uh his floor is pretty safe. Uh, I'd Absolutely. say he uh he so. gets a lot of red zone carries. He gets yes. a lot of carries in general. Seattle's a run first team. Yep. Um, he's a big part of that offense. Even yeah, with all the absolutely. receivers they got, Walker's the guy. Absolutely, yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I low-key would give you the edge. Uh, see, it's it's weird, right? Because it's like, what do you look for? Because mm. Zach Moss will have – if it comes down to having a bigger game, I'll give the edge to Zach Moss. But if I you want to talk that. about consistency, I'll give the edge to Kenneth Walker. See? So it just depends on what you're looking for. Exactly. I think I think we're pretty even at the flex too, though. I, I believe so. Like This week – well – this week, like, it's down I have the a middle. pretty tough matchup with Jacksonville. Jacksonville's pretty tough against the run. Absolutely. But, but Zach Moss has shown to play pretty well against good run defenses like Baltimore, like Houston. He has been an game. exception lately, so... It's, it's weird. Like, the and only it, real kicker, and I know I said because Jonathan Taylor came back and he didn't really get much, if they give Taylor more touches, yeah. Moss might suffer quite a bit here. And that's oh, yeah. really, I think, the only, the only real threat that it's is. not so much as the defense he's going against. I think it's Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but the way 
the way things have been going for the Colts, Gardner Minshew being their starting quarterback right now. <laughs> when Gardner Minshew plays, Zach Moss has his best game. I mean, last week, two touchdowns, and then against Baltimore, 122 yards on 30 carries. I'm not surprised. I'm not, not going to trust Minshew to fucking throw the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, I know Taylor's in the mix now, but you're going to hand the ball off. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's an all-run game for sure. That's that's Gardner's only play in his entire playbook. It's one page. It's just hand it to Zach. That's all it says in Sharpie. Or John. Hand it to Zach. Or John. Hand it off. It just, that's all it says. Don't even think about throwing it. Well, what about a, a nice little slant? No. Hand it off. We Turn to page two. What's that say? Go back to page one. Hand it off. That's his playbook. It's on his little but, fucking wristband. No, Minshew, Minshew's been decent this year. He's Min- been fine. I'm giving him shit. Minshew's been decent. <laughs> <laughs> Minshew was not a bad quarterback at all. No, I think he's all, just, you know, all. he's been in some weird situations. I mean, it's not like he's like Blake Bortles, where it's just like. He's a fifth magic. Right. He's a fifth magic. Oh, man. I miss fifth magic so much. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm glad the world is seeing more of his personality than they got to when he's a player. Because that dude is entertainment, and he's a gunslinger. I miss that kind of football. Oh, my hey, good God. But fuck Ryan Fitzpatrick. He called Jared Goff a poor man's <laughs> Matt Ryan. Ooh, I didn't even see that. He said that? Yeah. Get the that's, fuck out of here. If anything, little... Jared Goff is a poor man's Matt Stafford. No, I was like, just going to say, me, I mean, me well, honestly, honestly, he's more in that mold. So. Yeah, he's, he's more, more in that the mold of Stafford. I think he, yeah. he's learned a lot from that Detroit-style football, and I think, like I said, you're seeing the best of Jared Goff. I think he's a little grittier than he used to be. He used to be kind of a L.A. pretty boy, kind of, you know, didn't really want to give it. He's more of a Zach Wilson type, just kind of like a, I'll throw it a hundred fucking times a day, but I'll give a shit. Now he's now scored he's, touchdowns on zone reads exactly. and shit. Exactly. He's much more <laughs> efficient now. He takes the shit seriously. Fucking studies the game. This is a different Jared Goff. I saw it last year. I called it this year. I said he's going to be a top five QB. I'm staying by it. Lions are fucking cooking, man. And he's a big fucking reason why. He is getting them where they need to be. No more, no less. That's all you can ask for. Absolutely. I agree. I respect it. I respect it. As for my challenge, sir, since we are pretty much down the fucking middle on this game, even in projection, my challenge is a shot bet, and I call for two shots to the loser with your black card in play. So if you play it, it's possible you get four. Let's do it. I won't need it. Straight up win. Like, who's going to be the best? That's what this game is all about. Because the rest of y'all in this league, I ain't worried about you. It's no, just this yeah. Guy. Actually, you know, that's a fucking lie. That's a fucking lie. I, I am worried about a couple teams. <laughs> well, last week, I got blown the fuck out by Justin Fields and uh, DJ. That combo. The Fields-Moore uh, combo fucked you up. They had, like, almost 90 points on they Thursday. They outscored my team. They outscored your whole fucking team. Like, uh, <laughs> St. Brown was, was out. so good. That's something to miss. St. Brown was out. It, of course he was. But, but still, still, even if I had him, I was still would have got fucked because uh, yeah. I don't know if you watched the Ravens game, but uh, Zay Flowers, uh, Nelson Aguilar, and yep. Rashad Bateman, and even Mark Andrews, they combined for like seven or eight drops. <laughs> God. Like, it was terrible. Oh, Lamar. They, were, they were dropping touchdowns. Like, Oh, TDs in their hands, dropping them. You know, uh, you know what I did see? I saw a recap in like a, a tweet or something that had all their drops. Now that you mentioned that, and I think it was it started with Zay Flowers. Now I was like, what is happening, y'all? This is Lamar Jackson. Fucking help <laughs> this man. Help him. Help <laughs> oh, him. God. Help you. <laughs> right. Ravens should be doing so much better than they are. 
Don't fucking <laughs> drop the ball. You have one job, man. Let just well, don't fucking drop the ball. He he he's already delivering a dot. Like, what more do you like, want from this man? He can't it, do it all. It, and it sucks because in fantasy, it's like, well, now it looks like Lamar Jackson just fucking sucks. <laughs> right. Which, you know, I mean, we all know that's not even yeah. true. But it's like, like, damn, man. So, yes, I did see the recap of those drops and fucking hell. Again, weird fucking season. Everyone's yes. injured. Everyone's on IR. Teams People are, are dropping supposed to be passes. T. Higgins. Right. Like, what the fuck <laughs> happened? Cincinnati. Like, Buffalo even had a weird fucking start. Like, what yeah. is happening in this fucking league? But Houston's doing well. Shout out CJ Stroud. Hey. Hey. But they just I lost. See you, brother. But they <laughs> lost. But still, Houston is competitive. They were a laughing stock up until this point. They turned it this around is, quicker than the Bears. That's crazy. And th- thank you. Like, what, what is happening? What is happening in this fucking league this week? There's a cursed fucking season. I said it the last few weeks ago, but like, this is getting a little ridiculous. I can't remember this many major fucking players banged up this fucking early all at the same time. I on top can't of all remember. the other bullshit that's going on. Exactly. Just <laughs> that, just by itself are the injuries. Like, what is going on with this second season? It's the weirdest fucking thing. So we're going to stay with it because it's damn interesting. But some, some it's spooky season, brother. Some sums up with this fucking league. Um, Beetlejuice. Somewhere. Somebody somebody stepped on a black cat or something. I don't know. But this is fucking weird. Hmm. <laughs> but okay. Shot bet is on. We'll it's see who's number one. Yes, sir. Fucking let's go. Mm-hmm. What are your last words for your adoring fans, sir? Adoring fans, I hope you are all here with me next week cheering me on as I watch Seeds take his two shots because he's going to lose. Ain't happening. The champ is here. Yeah, right here. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. That's fair. That's fair. But yes, don't forget to uh, like, sub, follow, whatever. The Bank Bro Show. You feel me? You can add that at Instagram. You can add that on YouTube, you can add that on Facebook. That's at the Bank Bro Show. But, but don't forget, I started a gaming channel <laughs> and it's YouTube.com slash Rizzy underscore games. Rizzy underscore games at YouTube.com. <clears throat> yes, sir. Y'all better check that shit out. It's already spicy, already loving it. And again, the man with his graphics, his overlays, that shit is crispy. That shit is entertaining. It's funny. You don't have to hear me ranting about bears at all. So if that's your fucking avenue, man, again, we are multi-content here. So anything y'all want to see, anything you want to hear, especially when it comes to gaming, when it comes to sports, when it comes to fucking trivia, all that shit, we got to hear for you. Yes, Cooking up more. Cooking up more every fucking week. Hey, when, fucking I get stay a, tuned. when I get to 25 subscribers, Ooh. you and I will do something on that channel. We'll do like, like a... It. A duo run on like Pokemon or something. I don't know. You know, I thought about that watching your video. I was like, I should do the same thing and then s- somehow try to play you. But that's, <laughs> that would take some technology to to make that happen. But I think it's possible. So it'd be fun. It'd be fun. I'd be very much into that. Or there's always that you know Pokemon Coliseum. Something with some Pokemon, I think, would be fucking fun. We talk about it enough on the show as it is. So I <laughs> bet you some visual aids would fucking help with that shit. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it, man. I'm down. Fucking love it. Like my boy said, check us out on those socials. Don't miss out on next week because we got more content steaming hot coming your way. Yes, sir. In the meantime, you already know what it is. Bank Bros are in your city. We are here for you. And what, Ryan? You can bank on it. Mm, it's hard. <laughs> One, two, three. Fuck.
Park. <laughs>